Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, William. I am very pleased to have Stephanie. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Thank you for having me here. Today, our case, our case study one through seven will focus on an artist, specifically Marcel Duchamp and his impacts within the art industry. We will discuss his works such as The Fountain and his life story on how he changed art. Now let's get started with first asking, who was Marcel Duchamp? Marcel was known as being a French artist born July 18th, 1887. His famous works include a fountain and a bicycle wheel. His work was connected with conceptual art, cubism, and data. He was a person who didn't want to stick to to traditional painting, which influenced the bicycle wheel to be made. He also created the idea of what is known as ready-mades. Ready-mades, as he called them, disrupted centuries of thinking about the artist's role as a skilled creator of original handmade objects. Instead, Duchamp argued that an ordinary object could be elevated to the dignity of a work of art by the mere choice of an artist. Ready-mades were basically prefabricated, often mass-produced objects isolated from their intended use and elevated to the status of art by the artist choosing and and designating them as such. By simply choosing the object and repositioning or joining, tilting, and signing it, the found object became art. It's fascinating how you can completely change the use of an object to something else by just turning it. I believe Marcel saw that objects didn't have just one meaning, but rather it had many. What are your opinions on Marcel Duchamp's creations of ready-mades, Stephanie? I mean, I think it's extremely creative because obviously he was taking normal everyday objects and turning them into works of art. And although some people didn't understand or see how these could be art, I think that it's very cool that he could just take something as simple as, you know, a bike wheel or a urinal and say like, hey, this is art. And, you know, now it has a different meaning because I've changed its regular meaning and made it something else. And I think it's very original and very interesting to see because, you know, he kind of jump-started this in a way. And yeah, it was just extremely creative. Yeah, honestly, I agree with you. You know, not a lot of artists will turn, you know, they would see a urinal as, you know, a urinal. But I guess Marcel saw it differently in which, you know, we can also say about a sink, you know, what if I wanted to decide it to, to, you know, just turn the sink around and change the meaning of it. It's honestly quite um, interesting how Marcel did that because I don't think any other artist would um, see a different meaning behind that urinal. Okay. Thank you, Stephanie. Let's now let's move on to Marcel Duchamp being in exile. Marcel Duchamp was a geopolitical exile, terrified of foreign enlistment. He felt displacement, which was reflected through his artwork. 
Honestly, I can see that maybe he came to New York to start a new beginning in which the fountain, one of his artworks, could be a reflection from that. The fact that his artworks represented on how he was an immigrant and how he had to get to use, how he had to get used to the new environment gives them a whole different new meaning. I feel like a lot of people can relate to him even nowadays, especially with people leaving their own home to find new opportunities in the United States, which is what I believe what Marcel did moving to New York. Now let's get into the topic about the fountain that was created by Marcel. So the fountain, as we know, isn't something that was made by Duchamp himself, actually. It was just a normal porcelain urinal, just like any other. But the big difference between an ordinary urinal and Duchamp's the fountain was its positioning. The urinal was rotated to a 90 degree angle, signed Armut, and sent to the Society of Independent Artists. The fountain actually came to be in a much simpler way than I had originally imagined. According to Duchamp, the idea occurred to him from a discussion with the collector Walter Arsenberg and the artist Joseph Sella while in New York. Duchamp had purchased the urinal from a sanitary ware supplier and submitted it, or arranged for it to be submitted as an artwork under his pseudonym, R. Mutt. For those of you listening who are unfamiliar with what this word is, basically a pseudonym is a fake name that is used by people to hide their identity. Duchamp chose to use a pseudonym in order to have a different persona where he could express himself freely. And he actually did this quite often with his work and he had several different pseudonyms and this was just another part of his art. It was his form of self-expression. And as I said, he had multiple different names that he would use for other artworks because they were different so he could express himself differently in each. When asked about this pseudonym in specific, Duchamp said, Mutt comes from Mott Works, the, large of a, the name of a large sanitary equipment manufacturer, but Mott was too close so I altered it to Mutt after the daily cartoon strip Mutt and Jeff, which appeared at the time and with which everyone was familiar. Thus, from the start, there was an interplay of Mutt a fat little funny man, and Jeff, a tall thin man. I wanted any old name, and I added Richard, which is French slang for money bags. And yeah, that's where the name Armut came from. It's actually creative and quite funny how Duchamp came up with the name for a cartoon. I would have never thought he would have gotten a different name for his artwork through a cartoon because not a lot of artists or I don't think I've heard of artists who get a pseudonym for their artwork. I would see that they only used, you know, their name to, you know, to get the credit. But, you know, I'd expect the name that he made up, you know, to be from like a family member or maybe a favorite character from a book. I kind of agree with that statement because normally from what I've seen, pseudonyms were mostly used by authors and stuff because they didn't want their work to be discredited or they just wanted to be able to publish things that they weren't able to at the time. And mostly it was kind of done out of fear, but Duchamp used it in a way where he could be a different person and he could more freely express himself with these fake names because he didn't have to be you know just Marcel Duchamp he could be anyone he wanted to be and that kind of ties in with his artwork I think it's very free and just very cool 
Yeah, I think um, I see a pseudonym as a disguise that he would um, use to feel more free and represent more of what he's trying to say, you know, because, you know, people are quick to judge in which is what they did in the annual exhibition when he was trying to place his art there, you know, they were saying, oh, this is an art, you know, you should take it out. But, you know, he still he was I know he was doing that because I feel like he had he knew it, it was going to get kicked out, but he just wanted to see how people are quick to judge, even though, you know, that is art what he was bringing into the exhibition. Yeah, I can also imagine using a pseudonym because he was part of the society and he didn't probably want people to use art differently because if he submitted it as our mutt, that is someone who is unknown, is a very random person, and that is that person's artwork. But if it was submitted under his own name, it probably would have been seen differently by the society and that would have probably taken away the entire meaning of the work because it was just correlated with his name. So I think honestly, it was a really smart idea to really see how people would view it because his name had importance, but some other random person such as Armut wouldn't have as much as importance. And that really just shows how people genuinely felt about this piece of art. And I think that's really interesting that he decided to do that. Yeah, you're, um, you're right, Stephanie. I don't think I could see any other artists use a fake name. They would just use like, you know, their name since they would like want the credit, but I guess Duchamp is different. And continuing from that, the reason that the urinal was turned 90 degrees was to try to find a different meaning behind the urinal. He wanted to strip it from its originality and try to find a different use for it. In the 1917, Marcel had entered his this artwork in the annual exhibition of the Society of Independent Artists. It was basically the first annual exhibition and considered to be one of the largest ones. It was a place where the artist's work was never judged. You could, it was basically like a judgment-free zone. Their main focus was to show off the artist's work. But although even with that rule, Marcel's fountain was rejected from the exhibition because I guess they didn't really consider that art. And from that, Duchamp ended up leaving that society. This resulted in Duchamp, Beatrice Wood, and H.P. Roach responding to his art's rejection in an article called The Blind Man of May 1917. Um, Beatrice Wood and H.P. Roach were two people who worked on The Blind Man Journal alongside Marcel Duchamp and three of them edited with one another. Beatrice Wood was an American artist and studio potter involved in the avant-garde movement in the United States. And Henry Pierre Roche was a French author who was involved with the artistic avant-garde. Um, hey, Stephanie, do you mind explaining what an avant-garde is? So basically, avant-garde is new and unusual or experimental ideas, especially in the arts or the people introducing them. So these people were extremely creative with their art and they loved obviously exploring new ideas and new concepts. And 
Okay, thank you. The Blind Man was an art and data journal published by the New York Datas in two issues in 1917, being edited by Marcel Duchamp, Beatrice Wood, and Henry Pierre Roche. In this journal, they basically talked about what had happened with that fountain art piece and how it was a big controversy that received many different reactions. This is an excerpt from the following article, The Blind Man. Mr. Mutt's fountain is not immoral. That is absurd. No more than a bathtub is immoral. It is a fixture that you see every day in plumbers, shop, windows. Whether Mr. Mutt with his own hands made the fountain has no importance. He chose it. He took an ordinary article of life, placed it so that its useful significance disappeared under the new title and point of view, he created a new thought for that object. So they're basically defending um, Marcel Duchamp's artwork, you know, saying that if just because it's a fountain, even though it's not important, you know, he decided to choose that as his artwork and to represent his artwork, you know, even though all he did was turn it around, he didn't just turn it around, he gave it an entirely different new meaning. But um, on that urinal, what do you think, Stephanie? I mean, I personally think that, yeah, he gave this ordinary object a different meaning. And in his eyes, it was art and it was something, you know, worthy of being sent to this exhibition. And they denied him, which I think is a little bit unfair because, you know, he saw it as art but obviously they did not and I know a lot of them like were probably thinking that someone sent it like as a joke or something or like just not taking art seriously but maybe if they had just you know had more of an open mind and changed their way of viewing it like their perspective they would have seen that this isn't just any other urinal that this is something that has a new meaning and it is different so yeah yeah, honestly, I feel like he brought that fountain into the annual exhibition as a way to see how people would come quick to judge a difference, a different uh, view of how that person would see art. It's honestly quite interesting how much of an impact that fountain and Marcel made to the art industry. It honestly helps answer the question, what do you consider art? You know, because there's I don't think there has been an answer to that question because honestly, a lot of things can be considered art as long as you know you have a story and a meaning behind it. You know, Marcel, he had considered the urinal art by just turning it upside down and giving it a different use. I feel like the true meaning, you know, behind that urinal was to see, you know, how society would judge on what art really is, in which, you know, we can come to a conclusion that art has different meanings and can't be really anything you know i think it was also unfair agreeing with stephanie that the original work was to be thrown away since you know it helped influence other artists such as solely wit which he came to um, influence conceptual arts all right so stephanie what is your conclusion that you can make from this um case study 
Um, I think that obviously Marcel Duchamp was an extremely creative person and he had a really new and interesting idea of what art could be by introducing these ready-mades. And I feel like it was unfair that a lot of people didn't really consider it art just because it wasn't like a traditional style or form of art because as he kind of made it to be like art can be anything that you want it to be as long as it has that significance to you and as long as you are able to get something from it and I feel like it was really like a lot of people just weren't ready to see that and actually like just see it displayed in public places because it was something very new to them and of course it makes sense that they would deny it because they probably felt like it was just as a joke or something but yeah I think it was a really cool concept and if people would have accepted it I think it would have been really awesome to see in public works and public places to just see ordinary objects turned into something that is considered art because now it just has a different and deeper meaning and maybe someone else could relate to that meaning you never know because art is universal and has so many different ways of being interpreted so yeah yeah and from that um as i was saying that um conceptual art the fountain was um a very early stage or like one of the first works you can say for conceptual art, which I also mentioned Soli Witz, which I, th I believe he was the founder for um, conceptual art, in which, what do you call, from um, Marcel Duchamp, he came over to influence many other artists um, with that fountain, um, stating that art isn't just one thing, but many things and I think you made a great impact thank you Stephanie to summarize our case study we basically discussed about Marcel Duchamp's life and his works and how he made an impact and changed the art industry and its meaning behind it we discussed about the exhibition and how his artwork had really changed. That was the first stages of how he started to change everything. The Fountain was the very first work of conceptual art, which was a type of art in which the meaning has changed from its originality and, you know, Many other artists were influenced by him, such as Solewitz, which was one of the founders for conceptual arts. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening today. Join us soon, and remember to stay curious.